This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to You Up. I'm Jordana Abraham. I'm Jared Freed. Such a pleasure to be back here with you, Jordana. What's going on? Well, it's Yom Kippur. Happy Yom Kippur. Do you say happy? I don't think. I think it's like the sad day. That's a big pet peeve of mine when you go happy blah, blah, blah. And people go, it's It's not a happy day. And it's like, all right, we have the day off. Okay. Let's be happy about that. We we don't have to live our lives as angry, uh, you know, animals. Let's be happy for something. Yeah. I think you live in a world where we just want to correct people less. Yeah. You want to let them do their thing. Judge people by the intent of how they're saying it. I'm not looking at you going, happy Yom Kippur, happy everyone's dead and has and should repent for how awful they've been. You'd be like like a terrible elementary school teacher. Why? Because they'd be like spelling the shit wrong and you'd be like, I'm not going to correct you. Like, this is, you want to, you go, you 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 say it how you want to say it. I'm not going to be one of those annoying, critical people grading tests. Yeah. Apple with one (laughs) P. I get what you were going for. Whatever. Well, listen, it is a happy Yom Kippur for me. And because here's why. We are on tour, baby. I know. Uh, listen, the U Up, uh, the live U Up brought to you by Moxie Hotels is happening. Uh, it's coming. October 11th. That's tomorrow. October 10th it, is October tomorrow. October 10th. What's today? Today is the 9th. Today's the 9th. So the 10th tomorrow, we are in Miami, Florida. Okay. If you're in the Miami area, come on out. It's time to buy those tickets. Time to get that group chat out. I know Miami is late to purchase because you guys are sitting on the beach having a cocktail. But listen, this show is going to be fantastic. We have a very special guest. Uh, and, and also, my parents are going to be there. Wow. And, and I met, met I met Jared's parents last night <laughs> yeah. at his album release party for Always Mama Bear. Yes. Which you should download because it's hysterical. Thank you so much. Um, and I met your parents and it all makes sense to me now. Everything makes sense. It all, it's all coming together. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. <laughs> it's great. Your parents are great. The, I, I love them. They're tan. The mo- <laughs> you, Dad, I knew you would be on board with my parents based on their tan. I knew I would. you would respect the tan. Here's the thing. Anyone who you see who's like pretty tan... Is is someone who's relaxed? Oh yeah, my dad's in a white linen shirt, right? <laughs> just like it's almost as if he's showcasing the tan, right? But because yeah. here's the thing: the super pale people are the most like, like, anxiety ridden yeah. type A people, and because they're like sh- they're very anxious about shielding themselves from the sun. So you think giving yourself to the sun gods, yes, is a way of, of release- showing everyone that you're chill, <laughs> you're chilled out, and don't care about you know an early death. The 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 issues with sun right. worship. I. I I understand that I they're very my parents are the they I I gotta say like my grandmother was a good teacher for how to not be a pain in the ass Mm -hmm. as a parent at an event or at like you know my grandmother was really easy to hang with okay but she knew like I'm like she's my grandmother used to say if I can't drive just kill me because okay. my dad her, says that yeah. to her like driving is freedom right. and it was like if i can't if you if i'm a burden on someone i don't want to be a burden at all right so i think my parents kind of like have followed her footsteps like they showed up they were in the corner they had very a good proud. time they were very happy to meet you my mom was very impressed by your temperament 
That's such yeah. an old woman word. I'm I feel trying like. to figure out what that means. I think she liked like the way my we vibe. Play. Your vibe, yeah. Okay. yeah. Today would be it's a vibe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if my mom was, yeah. you know, 20, but I they they loved our because we did. Uh, so I have a stand-up album that I talked about last episode. You can just search on Spotify or anywhere you stream music. You can find my album called Always a Mama Bear. But if you search Jared Freed, I'm there. I would love for you to like and hit it and touch it and do whatever you do on these streaming apps. But we did like an, a, a release event that some fans came to. Thank you so much for coming. But we went on stage and answered some dating questions together. And my mom was seriously impressed with how, um, how like... Uh, put together you were with me being this wild idiot. Oh, <laughs> like, like um, the way we like kind of like I'm the screaming doofus. Right. And she was like, wow, Jordana handles <laughs> right. herself oh. so well and so funny. And so she was very, oh, thank you. Like, it comes from all my years growing up in chaos. Yes. <laughs> I've learned how to just be like a total statue with no emotions. But then you come in like a yeah. sniper with the, with the one liner, the one liner. Yeah. And yeah. she was like, she couldn't, couldn't have gone on longer about how great well, you are. So, we'll have to get lunch yeah, when I'm in Miami. I think so. So listen, that's your chance, people, to meet my mom and dad, uh, see the tan in, in person, but also <laughs> come to the show. October 10th, uh, it's tomorrow. Then we're in Orlando. Joey Fatone is going to be I our guest. I am so excited. That's like, I, I, I hope that speaks to the audience as much as it speaks to you and I. Right, because I mean, like, not only is he like obviously this like icon from, sure. from this time in our lives, but he's actually really funny, hilarious, which is like rare. And like, this Britney is, Spears is not it's telling also, jokes. It's, no, no, Spears <laughs> ain't coming on stage with us to do red flag deal breaker. Exactly. Joey Fatone is. Um, and here's the other thing about Joey F uh, Fatone, he has the respect of comedians. All the comics that I know that know him are like, wow. this guy's hilarious. So. We're pumped to have him in Orlando. Then we head to Atlanta. Atlanta, come on. It's time to fill up that theater. Atlanta, yeah. the group chat, get the crew together. Um, we need you. We want you. Ooh, baby, ooh, baby. We're working on a guest there. And then we go to Nashville. Uh, and uh, we're going to be in Nashville with Jed. Exactly. Jed from The Bachelorette. And you know if you watch my Instagram stories, I got a lot to talk about with Jed, but we're going to have a great time with him. And we will be staying at Moxie Hotels in both Atlanta and Nashville because Moxie has many hotels all over the country and actually also internationally. And we're very excited about that. And if you want to come meet, meet us in Nashville, we're going to be at this Moxie happy hour, um, I think from 530 to 630. And if you come, if you have a VIP ticket, you're going to get it's like an open bar. Um, if you don't have a VIP ticket, you get a complimentary drink and come meet Jared and I. If you're if you're ever wondering where we are, if you wanted to <laughs> yeah, have a drink with to, us, if you want to find us, we're right. at the Moxie Hotel in Nashville. This is where we're gonna be. Um, and if you want to come on stage with us and. Uh, submit your dating app profile we're still looking we're also looking for deal reveals but the contest is for dating app makeovers and if you want to come on stage with us and you also want your chance to win two nights stay at a moxie hotel of your choice um, uh, wow. Email, wow which is like an amazing thing not even factoring in the amazing dating advice we're going to yeah. give you you're welcome um email you up live at betches.com and with the city that you're coming in and your dating app makeover yeah, so this is going to be... A, a, we're really pumped to go on this leg of the trip. Um, otherwise, if you're in one of the other cities, go get those tickets now because we want to get ahead of this. Um, New York and Boston are hitting that sellout zone. So I don't want to hear your DMs of... Exactly. We forgot! 
we can't get help the you. One friend that can't get in, and I don't know what to do. Nah, okay. And New York is gonna be the the big blowout. I can tell you that right now. I, it's I'm, gonna be a fucking yeah, rager. I'm, I'm already. I'm already getting word back from some special guesties and, you know, special guesties, special guesties. And uh, they're out there. It's going to be fun. But let's do the show. I mean, we got things to talk about. Um, Let's do it. You ready? I'm ready. All right. So we have a listener who wrote in and I I like this question because I kind of I get it. Okay. Um, She said, how do I tell a guy that I'm high maintenance on a date? And she on a date on a date. She she writes, hey, J&J, love your podcast. Tell all my friends about it. I'll get straight to it. I'm a 31-year-old woman living in New York City. Ow! <laughs> Something about that sentence makes me think she's hot to try. Right? Right? Uh, I'm a 31-year-old woman living in NYC. <laughs> ay ay ay. <laughs> I admittedly like the finer things in life and want to meet a guy who do, does, do, too. Do, 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 do. Doesn't it feel like that that song should come on? She wants the finer things. I admittedly like the finer things <laughs> in life. And want to meet a guy who does too. Does he have a silver spoon? I don't know. Exactly. I just read it like that. When I'm on a first date, usually through Hinge, I drop hints that I'm a bit high maintenance. I mentioned travel. Vintage <laughs> wine. How do you work vintage wine Hold into on. a conversation? I didn't. We didn't. Vintage wine isn't the joke thing that we made up she wrote that she wrote she yeah. wrote vintage wine i mentioned travel vintage wine restaurants etc but also talk about normal things i swear i'm not a snob <laughs> but I, I don't know vintage but i do <laughs> want to make sure i convey my expectation of being treated a certain way is this the right move i'm still single so i can't help but think i'm approaching this the ver- the wrong way thanks what do you think if you hmm. is it okay to reveal that you like the finer things in life I think it's totally okay. I think it's actually like hot to own what you like. To mention the 1976 Cabernet. Well, this is where, this is where there's like. What's your drink of choice? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Vodka soda. Like I'd be on the date, big fucking animal idiot. I'd be like, I like Tito's. Right. You know, like I, you know, I, I, I appreciate the email. Um, I like this person for owning. That she's like, this isn't for everybody. That's right. kind of the premise of her email, which I totally appreciate. Um, I do think this kind of goes back to some advice we've talked about in the past where it's like, I do get like, when I see a profile, when I've seen a profile, when I have someone that writes out, I, you know, if in her profile it says I like vintage wines, there's a part <laughs> of me that's like, I roll, you know, get out of my face. Right, you know? but but that probably means you're not the match for her. Of course, right? But that's but I a don't even of... know if I was like, sorry, go on. What were you saying? I'm kind of thinking like, yeah, I like the finer things, sort of too. But like, but vintage wine doesn't come to mind with you when it right. comes to but the finer. But if I saw line. that, so if I saw someone who like explicitly stated that, I'd be like, you're kind of a douchebag. Yeah, that's that's you know what I mean. I, and, and not this opposed is, to it, but, but the, here's the thing between saying who you are and being who you are. Right. Like if you go, I, I think I think some people are saying a little too much. Like right. I think you know, they're trying to prove themselves. Yeah, and it's like you know, and that's a little snobby to put. I don't think you're snobby for wanting to have a good glass of wine. I think you're snobby when you say all people who can't appreciate wine get out of my profile. Like if that's right. when you become a snob. And that seems like what she's trying to do with that. I 
I, I assume the best out of people, but this sounds like where she's going with her profile. So like, and, and also when you go on a date, do you like fine? Like he, understanding that these are finer things. You also have to understand not everyone's going to be into them, but that doesn't mean that they're not interested in learning about them. That doesn't right. mean that they, they can't get into it. You know, old dog, new tricks is like a bad way of going about it. Like there's things that like, you know, I'm into now that I would have never been into unless if there someone were introduced them to you. Absolutely. Well, what I wonder with this email is, and thank you for writing in, is if if this is code for really saying I want to date like a wealthier guy, and I kind of want to weed out the guys who can't give me that lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, which I mean, like that's okay is too. Fine. Yeah, I, I'm not. Right. That's not something like people don't want to. I kind of appreciate people who admit that that's part of the process. If the number one thing couples fights about is money, right. and you say, "Well, I want that kind of out of the," right. I'm looking for a certain lifestyle, and I'm being at least that's awareness, that's right. self awareness. I get that. Um, it's you know, it's like my girlfriend um, is really into. Uh, we were talking once about she's really into like fish and Grateful right. Dead and like uh, festivals and stuff like that. That couldn't be farther away from me. Okay. Um, I have like, I like anyone who says they don't like music is like a crazy person. I just, uh, I'm not, you're not like knowledgeable, not knowledgeable right. about music whatsoever. You don't I don't have a refined music taste as I, if it were a vintage wine. As if I'm not, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm the three buck Chuck of, uh, right. of, 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 of music taste. So okay. I, but I remember Jess saying to me that she used to like be like I could never be with someone who didn't enjoy that hmm. and you showed her <laughs> that's right <laughs> my, I you know I farted my way in there I, I but I'm but that kind of like to me is the same thing as what she's saying where it's like you know when Jess and I started seeing each other she was like I'm doing this thing it's kind of weird um, I'm going to this like bar where they show live they stream uh, fish shows right and I was like and then she started talking about it and she was like, they have this thing called Ride the Rail and it's this, you know, where people get up against the rail at the concerts and they actually put a rail in this bar to, re and I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. This is a genuine interest that I'm, I like that you are excited about. And I remember that night I went and like met her and like fly on the wall it and, you know, I wasn't there it. miserable. I was there to right. fucking enjoy and see what it was all about. Um... Am I going, you know, am I wearing my, you know, hemp sweatshirt to, to Betches today? No. Right. Am, I, am I buying tickets to all the festivals? Am I going to fish on New Year's? I don't plan on it. But I, I appreciate that she liked it. So I, I think the way, if her profile, though, was all, you know. Fish quotes. Fish quotes and, 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 and tie-dye. Right. And, and her, like, you know, out in a field with a weird sepia tone. I'd be like, oh, I don't think this is I'm for me. Right, but yeah. I think... I think owning what you like is like sexy in a and way hot. that comes out naturally. Absolutely, right. So I think that's kind of where I, I would right. say to this girl, like, even if you like high end hotels, like, that's okay. Yeah, I don't think you need to be like name dropping them constantly. It's more like I think the way to weed out the people that like maybe like are not interested at all in that kind of thing, which is also okay, is to be like if they're like, oh, like let's go to the Thirteen Step for, which is like a shitty college bar. Oh, a, a friend <laughs> of mine is one. Of 
<laughs> is, is involved in their group. It's a gra- I'm, I'm, they, I had my birthday bar. party there when I was 22. It's I a love great 13 bar. Hair it's the not, dog, Uptown Social it's not in Charleston. It's you go to drink vintage wines. Exactly. Right. It's for a certain type of celebration. I'm saying, if someone yes. suggests that and you're like, oh, I'd rather, like, what about this place instead, which is a place that's much more up your alley, and the person is, like, not into doing that. Then it's not the match. Then it's not the match. And that's, like, a natural way that that would come out. There's this thing women do. And I, I and I just got a DM about this. This is a different DM than the one I showed you uh, that we talked about off air. Yeah, we talk off air. Mm-hmm. So I I got a DM where she's like at every turn she's trying to get ahead of um, what like the next step is. Right. And she's like, and she date two guys. She, she, well, this is another DM where she was like, um, I went out with this guy. We slept together. I felt really good about it. Then she goes. But now I, you know, I don't want to um, text him to hang out again. He, sh- if he's interested, he'll get in touch with me. And I was like, "Listen, you're doing two different things. You're saying I had a great time, so we ended up sleeping together, which good for you. Get yours. Uh, you, you felt it was appropriate in the moment, and now your feelings are telling you you want another date, but you're stopping yourself so that he'll go through some form of, you know." courting you that you think society right. should have to happen right and i understand that because it's kind of like you're sent a lot of mixed messages about like the like how you should act in relationships i think so it's kind of like oh like for, for and some people say go after what you want it's totally okay like own your sexuality do what you want but then on the other hand you also get these messages that like um, if you know no guys want to pursue you they don't want everything to be so sure. easy they want but, it to be like a more of a chase but this is where I relate this to this email where it's like mm-hmm. you, um, with this girl and what you're saying is like yeah but at the same time then say you would love to go out again right. and, and then he can make a plan you're saying I don't want to get in touch with him because I don't want to be this person that's too much and too too forward and it's like well saying I want to go out again is just Not, a way right. to say turn me down and right. and don't and if you don't make a plan now I have the self responsibility to go yeah I'm not gonna meet up with you I'm done so right. like just like this girl where she's like I enjoy the finer things when you write that ahead of time you're like you know you know like homeless need not apply you know like but when if when if if you're like hey um I if he's like hey let's go to the thirteenth step on a first date hey that's really nice of you but I don't think we're gonna connect I under, I know it sounds bad but that's not where I'm gonna go on a first date. You know, like that's okay right. to say too. Like I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, people... can can you say that, or can you just suggest some place that if they're not willing to sort of like meet in the middle on that? I think it's okay to say this isn't going to be the match, and I right. I, I think. If, I mean, I would say that if a guy was like, "Why don't you come over and we'll have a glass of wine on my couch?" I would say that. Absolutely, but I think that's this. That seems like different. Like that would be easier for me to say than like someone just picking somewhere. Like it may, I I would feel snobby being like. This isn't the like if you this then isn't you're the a match. snob. That's okay. I, I think we all have to be okay with who we are with a being little snobby. bit more. Yeah. Hey, okay. I don't want to go. I I don't want to spend my Thursday night at you know, you know Joe's Shrimp Shack. Okay. I don't want to do that. Uh, if you want to do that, there's someone out there for you. There's a butt for your seat. Right. I'm not that butt. Like I, I think a lot of women are out there and well, if Jess asked you out on your first date and she was like, "Can you want to come to this fish?" concert with me would you say we're not the match though i would say that's not necessarily what i'm gonna no i think you'd suggest a different i'm saying an excuse and we wouldn't hang out that and you would never (laughs) see her ever again well Um, we would see i that's what i'm saying i think it would have to be i think i think it's more like you can suggest some place that's more in line with like what you're interested in 
And if you can meet somewhere in the middle on that or like one person is sort of like able to be moved, then I think it could still work out. A concert's an easier way to come back from than the bar you chose. You think? I think it's easier to come back from like, oh, yeah, concert maybe is too much. Let's whatever you want to do. Let's do a bar. Like if but if someone was like, here's the bar, I'll see you there at eight. And you were like, Uh, no, "Eh, listen, that's not the bar. That's not really where I I was like, I'd be like, is is that where you want to go for drinks? Yeah, it's right near my apartment. And I think there's other things that will tip you off. Like, I think when she, like, to me, there's a, I have a small hunch that in her profile it says, I admittedly like the finer things in life. I have a small hunch. Okay. Because she says in her profile, it's, you know, if. Yeah, well, she, me, she probably says she loves, like, traveling. I don't think. Probably a picture with her with, like, a tiger. And a wine. Yeah. Something vintage. vintage. But I I don't think she has vintage wine written. I do think she probably has. I enjoy the finer things in life, and that's. Right. And then, I don't think that turns guys away because, but it will. You know, I don't know if that turns guys away. If I if I can go back on something, like if I saw, I would be like, "Is she hot?" You know, like I'd be like, right. "I uh, I can deal with vintage, you know, finer things." I what could do that? a nicer bar. I <laughs> could just yeah. Well, or I could be like. I could be like, yeah, you know, finer things means different. We'll see what our definition of finer things is. Right. I, I, I could, Just for me, this one just seems different than like the concert thing in some ways, just because it seems to be more about money. Yeah. Right. Like finer things is like a is like a is a euphemism yeah. for money. I like things okay. that cost money. So, yeah. Uh, right. You know, so junior executives need not apply. Well, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think being OK with what you want and th- to me this is a standard conversation right, and that's, that's not to true, say everyone's that's truly a deal breaker it's kind of like here's the thing you could go out with someone who doesn't necessarily who who doesn't necessarily care about those finer things in life that might dabble in them with you or get into mm-hmm. them with you but if they're like not interested in a certain lifestyle let's say red flag deal breaker you're hitting it off with this guy you go you know first dates at a nice wine spot but like you can get there without being a billionaire. Mm-hmm. You go to a wine restaurant without being a billionaire. Yeah. And then you can go on a second date. That's a dinner date. You can go to a place that's nice enough without being a billionaire. And right. then you get like six months in with this person and you start to realize he can't afford the same things that you can afford. Right. Uh, is that going to play in whether you stay with this guy or not? Um, I don't think it, I don't think it would for me. I okay. think that as long, it's like kind of like, for me, my whole thing has been like, as long as you can like take care of your, I don't need you to like take care of me. If you well, can take you guys, care of yourself. You guys just went on a trip to Italy and beer fest. Right. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say you're planning this trip and he comes to you and he's like, I can't do this. Like, how would that reflect that would on the relationship? So, I mean, it would be like, I think it would be an indicator. And he's honestly like, I enjoy more of the fine things in life, I think, than he does. Okay. I care more about, go even on our vacation, I wanted to go to like the more expensive, nicer restaurants. Sure. He doesn't really care as okay. much, right? But whole like, and knowing that, I think I go into it with him with a sense of like, okay, like we'll do some of the like Oktoberfest beer like like more beer bro, bra, like broy whatever, whatever stuff that you like and i actually wound up enjoying that a lot more than i thought i but would that's not a money thing right that's not him going hey right. uh, and we- for him he like spent a little more on the restaurants that i wanted to go to and he like got he got over that but let's say before the trip even starts you're planning you're like yeah. okay we're gonna do italy we're gonna do the beer thing i'll get the 
the suspenders, mm-hmm. and then at some point he stops you. And he's like, I, listen, I'm freaking out right now. I, I want to do this trip with you, but I, I just looked at the finances. It's not going to work out. What do you, well, like, I think that I honestly, I mean, like now we're two years in. I think I'd find that out a little earlier. But I think if six months in, I like kind of realized that that was never going to be like a, a thing that I was going to be able to, to do or enjoy with him. I think that might be something that I would have to consider is like this is basically a, me because at this point I'm looking at a life with him. So it's like this is going to be the kind of life that I have and yeah. either like we're going to we're going to do this kind of lifestyle or like I'm, I'm ne- that's never going to be accessible to me and that's like I don't think that's a that's a snobby decision to make me me neither but that's why I'm asking right. these questions yeah. because you know a lot of but there's a lot of area in between those two things I think there is um I think but I'm going I'm like judging by like the emails we get for this show mm-hmm. where I think about where a lot of women will go well they're like afraid of having their standard. And men do this too. I, I think everyone who wants love mm-hmm. is afraid of like admitting to the standards that they have to let the people in that may just be fine. So like, and this isn't a money thing. I'm not right. trying to say like, I'm, I'm more saying like you'll be, you know, people will be like, well, I don't want to ruin this okay relationship based on that the standard that I thought that I think I have. So you're saying people stay in it with how would that, how would that translate to like a real life example? So like a real life example being like, um, you know, going back to the, we went on a, on a first date and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to message him to make it. So, and, and then you know, I, I want a second date, but I don't want to be the one like, you know, rattling his cage. Like I don't want to text him first. Right. Okay. Okay. And it's like, but you want a second date. Right. Okay. That's well, what you yeah, would want. That's in a the life. thing that goes on in our head. That's like paradoxical because it's kind of like we want, like we don't want to. We're we have a fear of saying what we want because we feel like that makes it so we're like losing in a way. When really the the loser in the situation is the person who doesn't get what they want because they don't say it. Yeah. I mean, there's a better example, and I we talked about it last night at the the party, but mm-hmm. I might have talked about it here with you. The Luke P example. Right. So Luke P is a contestant on The Bachelor, mm-hmm. Bachelorette. Hannah, he says, I love you to Hannah day one. Okay. Right. And then Luke P gets, continues on this show all season long in the face of being this crazy person. And Hannah keeps him there. And I totally understand why Hannah keeps him there because he said, I love you day one. So she, now she's got, uh, she's definitely got a guy that loves her. Yeah. The, the dream, the thing right. everyone, every woman is told, that's what we're trying to get to. And there's a point where it's like, if she turns him away, it's kind of like someone throwing away a cheeseburger in a, in a starving village. Right. And being like, ah, this is, uh, I'm not hungry anymore. And throwing it away in front of all the children. Well, isn't that with what you say guys bellies. do? Guys don't throw away leftovers? Guys don't throw away leftovers, yeah. So you guys do it too? Of course, but in a different way. We like keep along people that we're okay with like sexually. sexually. Is that better? Probably not, but uh, at least... <laughs> I, I don't it's know. just less detriment. It's less harmful to you. It's less harmful to me. Right. Yeah, because emotionally, I'm like, I both know what this is. Both situations are less harmful to the men. Yes. Right. Both, both work in the guy's favor. Yes. When a guy keeps around, quote unquote, leftovers, someone they've hooked up with, mm-hmm. they're doing it for the hookup. Emotionally, they're not like... Right. Chasing. When a girl keeps, a, uh, 
on well sometimes i mean like i've dated guys i've gone out with guys like it used to be a guy i would go out with every year mm. go, once a year we'd go out and then i'd remember that i didn't like him he's <laughs> the rosh Hashanah of guys basically every year he came every around year i'd like wind up running into him brisket. he'd ask me out yeah. we'd like go out it'd be like fine i didn't really like him but every year i was kind of like i would make the same decision i would go out with him again because mm-hmm. i'm like mm, like he seems great like he's like attractive he's got a good job he seems great like he checks I don't, a yeah, number of checks boxes. checks all the boxes. Like, he's into me. Um, I just, like, don't... I don't know. There was just, like, never yeah. a thing there. And I would keep going out with him prob- for the same reason that you're saying in just terms of, like, I don't have a ton of else going on. Mm-hmm. And also, like, this oh, feels kind of... good. It's kind of like the leftover situation for you. Well, there's also a point where you're like, I should like this right. guy. Right, what is going... Like, maybe Why? if I give it enough chances. Yeah. And, and it's a lot for this guy. I think that kind of relates to this woman who's like, I like nice things. Right. I, I, I don't want to fucking stop nice liking <laughs> nice things. Uh, should I stop liking nice things to find a guy? And it's like, we're, I think we're both saying the same thing. We're like, keep liking nice keep things. Keep liking but, nice things. You know, also put that into perspective that other people might not like those things. And right. you, you might have to teach someone along the way. Yeah. I think that either that you can do two things with that fact. You don't have to like decrease your like for nice things but you can one either like accept the fact that there's a smaller pool of people that are both going to be your match and are really super interested in the nice things or you could find someone who's into interested in medium nice things perhaps a nice twenty dollar bottle of wine and um and like bring and you'll move them up a little bit and maybe you'll get a you'll rough it a little bit and probably you'll both be okay (laughs) you'll be be out with the beverly hillbillies yeah yeah i look at mike now we went to napa once he's talking about Cobb fronks i'm like who are you (laughs) what have you become (laughs) (laughs) but in some ways you know what i mean like in some ways like it's kind of nice like he likes his his taste is elevated a little bit a lot lot of my friends who like like nice restaurants their boyfriends don't care about it i feel like now they've like you can change people in both ways you can inch them up and down a little right I think inch. a little bit I, th- I don't think you can go to someone who's like you know in overalls with a straw hat and right. like and be like what about the vintage wine yeah like, don't be surprised you can't you know? really like fully pretty woman people but you can get <laughs> them up <laughs> that's what ri- i mean that's what richard gear tries yeah. to guys are the dress sure brings her to the fancy dinner <laughs> you made a big mistake huge, huge. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x 
If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Let's talk about some awkward sex. Let's do it. Dear J&J, love the pod. Constantly assembling the group chat and tagging betches to spread the word. Listen, tag a bitch. Make it your Instagram story immediately. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. When? Now. Okay. Now. Pause it. Screenshot. Tag right a now. bitch. There we go. I've been dating a girl on I Met on Bumble. Uh, I've been dating a girl I met on Bumble for six months or so. We actually connected on our love of the pod on our first date. Oh, wow. And we'll both be at your live San Francisco show in December. Amazing. Ooh, love it. Fingers crossed we'll be there together and not separately. <laughs> that will be an interesting one. We'll have to find them. Yeah, we got to find these people. Maybe we bring them up to do a, a rehash. This awkward sexual encounter begins with a trip to Tulum. Jared's favorite beach destination. Don't worry, we made it there by noon. Must have had an I don't early know how. flight. Yeah, I don't know how you made that. Two-hour drive from the airport. I don't think that's happening. But uh, after a hot and heavy drive from Cancun to Tulum, <laughs> featuring a bit of roadhead to keep things lively, we made it to our lovely beach chalet. <laughs> Boy, this guy should be dating the high-end right? girl. Yeah. <laughs> we quickly explore. So this is the girl he's dating. Hold on. I'm, I'm like out of my mind a little bit. The dating girl I met on Bumble was six months or so. We actually connected on our love of the pod. They're coming to the show. Okay. This awkward. So it's this is with the girl he's coming with. Yeah. Okay. Roadhead. So we know a lot about this girl. Well, it's under guy. six months. It makes sense Good to me. Good for them. Um, after a hot and heavy drive from Cancun to Tulum. So they rented a car. That I've, I've heard is you That's can do. That's the thing. I, mean, we, I went with her bachelorette party. We got like a van to drive us. But I know Rusty and Eileen went, okay. went with her husband and they went they rented a car. Something about that screams to me like a movie that ends badly. Yeah, I right? think they were like, and it was like a little bit scary. Yeah. I don't, I don't actually, I think that she wouldn't recommend that. I wouldn't anyway, do, put that into my sounds life. Sounds like this one I went mean, better. With the roadhead, I mean, you're really living on the edge. Uh, so featuring a bit it's of Narcos. roadhead to keep things lively, <laughs> we made it to our lovely beach chalet. We quickly, quickly explored our new digs. I went out on the balcony through an old, heavy, wooden sliding door. The kind a yuppie resort in Tulum uses to make you feel closer to nature. I've heard exactly what he's talking about. Meanwhile, my sexy lady of the night stripped down and was ready was ready for me. I became hard and quickly got into my birthday suit. 
I walked back inside, tried to close this monstrosity of a sliding door. It took a lot of strength, but things began moving. Boy, naked. That's not a good look. That's like the Seinfeld episode. Yeah. Good naked, bad naked. (laughs) Then, like a freight train in motion, impossible to stop. Two halves of this wooden door sliding door converged on the tip of my fully erect penis. (gasps) Very upsetting visual. My penis did a little Scooby-Doo like and ran inside of me. That just sounds now. very painful. <laughs> I screamed out in excruciating pain. <laughs> bad I, naked. <laughs> this is bad naked. Yeah. The, 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 the oomphing of the door, the slamming your penis and in the, the door and the screaming is not a good look. Um, I screamed out in excruciating pain. I wedged the door open again and reached down to grab my junk. It has like the, the, it has like the dents of the door in his penis. Like oh a cartoon. Uh, uh, I expected the scene to look like the end of, end of a bris. <laughs> Happy Yom Kippur. But luckily, things were mostly okay, save for a large purple bruise right on the tip. Ooh. I didn't even know it could bruise. Yeah, is it, can you break it? I've heard you could break a penis. Is I didn't a, know penises no could bone, bruise. Right? Is it a bone? No, it's not a bone. Depends when you're asking. It can't uh, be a bone. <laughs> needless it's to say, this killed both my erection and the mood. Yeah, I think you struggling with the door probably ended the yeah. mood. Uh, we were worried this would ruin the rest of our Mexico fuck fest. Oh, how, how romantic. Uh, but after applying an ice pack for a few hours, we gave it another shot. And luckily, everything was back in working order, and the rest of the trip was smooth sailing from there. We still laugh about it now, and every time I tell the story, I exaggerate just how far away I was standing from the door. I like this guy. Uh, <laughs> I was eight feet from the door, and I slammed my penis in it. <laughs> Hope this guy gives you guys a laugh, and looking forward to seeing you in SF in December. Ding dong, the dick is dead. I mean, I don't know if we can outdo that. That's this a good one. This is a great story. I'm, I'm happy. I like it. They laugh about it now. Um, what do you think? What do you, you got a name for this? Um, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I'm try- slam piece. Slam dick. Slam dick. Slam piece. Uh, I slam like, piece because okay, yeah. like. That's like a you know a, you know a horrible name guys say for women, yes. but he's the slam piece. I guess so. Um, I yeah, the bruise, I love bruise, Ding Dong. The, the dick is boner. dead. Bruise boner, um, hurting hog. Um, I have to. Say, I mean, like, I'm. It's got to be a big penis if I, you can do this. That's true. Yeah, that's what I keep hard. thinking about. That's good point. Yeah. Um. I feel like I'd be okay with this if this happened. Okay. Um, there, it would be like, I would say like, it's tougher with earlier in this relationship that that happens. That, sure. that image is imprinted in your mind, but it sounds like they were dating long enough to be going on a trip together. So I'm sure it's fine. It's funny that like that episode of Seinfeld of the good naked versus bad naked comes right. up. Because I've never really thought of a woman in Having bad, a bad naked. naked. Like really? I've never, yeah, I, I'm trying to think of like, like if a woman struggling naked with the door would turn me off. No. A woman slamming her tit in the door. <laughs> I, I, I You're fine with it? I'd be, I'd be like, I, I can't believe that just happened. Um, what about like inserting a tampon? I've seen that. Shocking, <laughs> yes. But it wasn't like I was like, I'm done with sex forever. I'm like, going to ask you this question again after your your wife gives birth to your first child. This is another. Well, we'll see if the. the I don't know if I would want to see. Do I want to watch? See it? I don't but think curiosity. I'd, I don't think I'd want my husband to watch. That I understand. I'd want a little mystery. 
So like get out or you stay from this side of the curtain. Yeah, I think that's it's kind of like old school 50s. And like I get I totally get why like that's that sounds weird and like almost a little like I'm going to be up. in there with binoculars. But I think there's <laughs> I think there's certain things that that are are best left to the imagination sure. or not to the imagination. But plus, private. I mean, don't after preg- after you give birth, they can like sew you up to like, yeah, uh, they have to give you a new vagina. Right. Like basically or like there's it tears. Yeah. So baby can get out. And you shit yourself, right? Yeah, Isn't that it just a- it, yeah. That sometimes, not like every time. I think that can. Well, you're pushing, so it's kind of sure. like if you're I pushing, mean, you, you never control. know what. I can't believe you guys do that shit. Um, well, hopefully, <laughs> I get to it before I'm a geriatric I, and I have to use my cane as a help. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I think that's probably like not the hottest naked that you can. No, do. yeah, I, guess I don't think many a man is aroused by watching the baby come out of the hole that you put your penis Man, in how weird would that be like is that I, where you put your penis in something and then it's like a very delayed vending machine <laughs> like nine <laughs> baby comes out i'll take a cheetos a baby <laughs> uh, milky way i i i will um it is i guess on the list of na- well, how weird it would be you don't know your fetishes until you know your fetishes what if you're with your husband he sees that and he goes that's the hottest i've ever seen you Guess we're like, having this, ten kids. This spoke to me. <laughs> like that's what he's into. I feel uh, like that would be weird just because you're in a lot of pain. Yeah, I guess that's a thing too, though. So, well, I one time I was talking with Jess and she started crying, and we're having this. What like, did you do? <laughs> always, what did I do? We're just yeah. other guys just yeah. crying, and we. And I remember, like, I was like, "It's gonna be okay," and we're talking. It was hot, and she goes. She just stops all day and she goes, are you hard? <laughs> and I was like, I don't, I, I was hoping you wouldn't notice. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's something wrong. I kind of like, get that. You get that. That's like a makeup sex. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. But I, it was funny to think that like, she's like, what? We're having a serious conversation. Right. And it's like, yeah, I can't. I, I have a problem. I mean, there's something wrong with me. But I, so uh, I red flag deal breaker. I think it's a red flag. I'd be able to get over it. Yeah. Um, especially if he was like chill about it, not like. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. This wouldn't break me at if all. It was, a, I, it was a breast in the a, door. A tit getting stuck in the door. <laughs> uh, a toe while naked. I I don't know if there's a male or a female, a quiv. Um, a bruised vagina. I, I like Ding it. Dong. Do the dick is dead. Yeah, he did fun. it well. That was good. <laughs> Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda free, paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. 
Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Uh, let's do some let's do some emails. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Send in your emails. We love them. We Keep do. them coming. Let's I'm going to read it. the next one. Hi, J&J. Love listening to your podcast. Jared, I've been a hopeless romantic all my life, and I've been kicked in the butt for it. You literally helped me stay... This, you literally helped me stay on track with the realism of relationships and Jordana you helped me feel a little less crazy so thank you she basically like thanking you for like shattering her view of romance uh, or keeping her <laughs> a little bit more realistic I don't I believe in romance but I also believe in you know like I've not, been a hopeless romantic all my life and here you are to like bring <laughs> well, the cold war the into emperor my heart has no clothes okay I'm there trying to go. tell you to put some shit on your fucking you know your your pants put on some underwear so here's something I don't believe has been discussed. One situation of many in my dating life. I have a beautiful best friend who gets all the attention from guys when we go out. I mean, good for her. Pictures, please. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, <laughs> she I writes can... in. I have this beautiful best friend. I can, he gets all the attention. Uh, what's what's, what's her, her Instagram name? handle? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I can see she does have a more more of a conventional beauty. And I know guys. What a slight at the friend. That is, that yeah, your is face is like, is like hot if you're like into like perfect features and, and <laughs> symmetry <laughs> if you're into that kind of thing <laughs> i have this theory i've probably said it on the podcast before women have this thing where they'll be like uh if it's a dig but they don't talk they'll, they'll go if, if a girl's hot like the like a girl's sexy they'll go guys think she's hot yes and you're like i've done yeah, that that means she's hot <laughs> like, and, then yes. go, and then they do this thing with other friends who go she is gorgeous go- beautiful and you're like that ain't she doesn't right. think she's as there's hot as girl- she is. i do believe there's girl hot and guy hot i yeah i would believe in that um anyway so her friend has more of a conventional kind of beauty <laughs> and i know guys to begin with are attracted to physical looks before anything else and because she's used to getting well, attention people, people in general that okay, is the first like, thing that people see yes. people everyone is judging a book by its cover okay you don't see a lot of hot homeless 
That's you know, true. Hell, you know, that was the least realistic thing about like, uh, you've got mail. What part? Do you remember that? Yeah. They're just emailing and they like decide with, they're... With nobody... Yeah, with no face ever. Right. It yeah, it's not realistic. Weird. I, I mean, yeah. Um, and because she's used to getting attention, she does come off a bit com- more confident than I do, I suppose. This kind of leaves me high and dry There's in the so game. so much passive aggressiveness right. in Sounds like you email. hate her. Yeah. This kind of leaves me high and dry in the game, and the night always ends up about her. Again, I don't blame her. She's beautiful, and she knows it, and she should live life that life to the fullest. What does bother me is that I often find her taking parts of my personality and pretending it to be her own. From the books that I read and tell her about, which guys love, uh, views on life and sex. <laughs> that was my own inclusion there. My favorite and often unique taste in what music. What books are you reading? <laughs> imagining a guy at a bar lying right to her face i love those books right my favorite and often unique taste in music all the way up to my jokes i do believe i have a lot to offer that's but offensive I, but i showcase those qualities once i'm comfortable enough with someone and at this the point that jew of friends it's <laughs> very funny and at this point when i'm comfortable with a person now i i look like i'm just copying her and her views and tastes in life she makes a joke about it afterwards and we laugh but it can be frustrating Either way, I kind of lose interest once I notice they like my friend because, well, girl code. And just for once, I kind of want to become someone's first choice, at least the guy that I end up with. Is that too idealistic of me? At the end of the day, I like to take responsibility in the way life turns out for me, no matter what I feel someone else is doing to me. I feel like the obvious answer is to go out with other people sometimes, make new friends, try to find my confidence, my voice, etc. But I know that if I'm facing this with her, I'll probably face this issue with others. There's always going to be someone prettier, smarter, funnier. I guess what I want to hear from your experience, if you've ever been in similar situations and what kind of things you've done or changed mentally to rise above it. Love always the not as pretty one. Yeah, I, I love her email. It's an interesting email. I love that she wrote it in. Um, it's funny that like the things that would annoy me most are different than her. Different in going out with someone? No, like she like puts a lot on her beauty and then she talks about how this is like a little a, a great looking friend who she's kind of feels in second place to, right? right? And then she talks about her taking her personality points and then comes back to the second prettiest friend. And it's like <laughs> She's, she was like, well, there will always be someone funnier, uh, cuter than me. And it's like, yeah, I'd be the most mad about the personality stuff. like That she's like hijacking her jokes? Yeah, I'd be, more, I'd be more mad about that because that's what makes me me. You know, like, right. I, I, and, you know, my interests, my hobbies, like, and I, are they close friends? Does it say that they're best friends? Like, I don't know what the level of their relationship is. Like, they go out together. Yeah, they're like they're uh, they're people that, that you see at a party. I, I don't know. Does this happen to you? Do you have this issue? Um, I've had friends that I've gone out with who were like, you know, hotter than me, and I felt like got more like male attention. But I think those were also the friends who were like more like flirty, also, and were like putting themselves out there in that mm. way, also. I don't think the whole like personality thing, like hijacking your stuff. I don't know if that's like accurate. Like, cause I don't okay. think someone could really do that well. In a way that seemed authentic. Like, well, and it, but if she's the hot friend, then it doesn't have to seem authentic. Well, it's, it's like then it's it almost, almost like, it doesn't matter though. It's like Cicero, you know, like it's like right, isn't that the right. one where like Is he's that, in the in the ear telling him what to say? Oh, and it's, that's like the Black Mirror episode. Is that a thing? Is that a Black Mirror? I don't know, but I'm saying yeah. like it's like she feels that 
she can, since this girl's so hot, she can take parts of her personality and, you know, sell them as her own. And mm-hmm. people are like, oh, look at Anne. She knows about shit. Right. But I think we're all doing that kind of constantly with things that we read and articles that we're listening totally. to. And Watch TV this documentary. Show, right. And like you kind of like take and that podcast that you listen to. I think you take a point of view and you sort of make it your own, especially when like you're not listening to it or watching it with someone. It's weird to do that with someone right next to you. Like if I if we went out and mm. I was like telling your jokes, that would be, uh, yeah, be like, like, what's going on a here? little yeah. uncomfortable. But I think it, it's almost like it doesn't really matter because what the, I think the primary point that she's saying is that people are listening to the friend more than her because of the way she looks. So it doesn't even for matter sure. what she's saying to me. It sounds yeah. like and if, if it's not authentic, it's not going to work out for her anyway. And to me, it almost sounds kind of like sad. And like her friend is probably envious that she has more of a personality, even more of a personality of than her. Yeah. I, I have friends that are way better looking than me. Like, uh, Have you ever had that issue? going out with them where it felt like you like no like we all kind of had our roles it kind of right. felt like i i think they're not that great of friends yeah you know, i mean like, it doesn't sound like she likes her that much yeah i would stop hanging out with her and then she says well there'll always be prettier people yeah but like there's always going to be better looking people that fit your group more mm-hmm. you know like i have friends that like like i'm thinking of right now that i'm like yeah they were great to have around but we all had our, our like you know like it wasn't like I never felt I was competing with them for girls. Well, guys, I think can it's like, I mean, everyone, like you said, is kind of attracted to personality at first. But I think with guys, it's a little easier to have your like, um, did I say personality? Uh, face at yeah. first, yeah. I think with guys, it's a little easier to like win someone over if you're like the funniest guy in the in the group totally. or you're doing that. I think it's like a little bit also, easier you're than- given more of a chance. Yeah, You know, like right. where it's like- you know, I'm I'm funny, weird looking guy. And it's like, oh, what's going on here? You know, like you, it's like that doesn't really happen in the dynamic of. Right. But I do think there is something to be said about this confidence thing that she's talking about and like the importance of that, because I do think that it's not always necessarily like and you could tell me that is it always the hottest girl in the group that everyone's going for? Is it ever the girl mm-hmm. with like who's kind of like being the flirty, flirty and fun and like out there? Um, You're like, no, it's always the hot one. No, <laughs> it's not even. <laughs> That's the thing, like, you know, there's a there's a Chris Rock line where men are as faithful as their, their options yeah. as their options. Yeah. So men are very aware of who they think they can get. They can get. Okay. And if a girl gives them attention, it's like, okay, the fastest point to a blowjob is a straight line type of thing. Where it's like <laughs> I if a girl giving me attention, I'm not going to just like say, well, you're not the hottest one in the group. You're like, take what I can get. I got to eat, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and I I don't mean it sounds terrible. I know, but I'm saying like I've been in conversations with women who like if I was like, I think it's worse to look at the group and go one, two, three, four. (laughs) Like I'm not saying that I'm saying I've been in conversations with women. where I'm like, wow, I'm attracted to the conversation I'm having, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I was I, I was attracted to many girls in this group for many different reasons. Right, um, just because someone is hot doesn't mean that someone less hot isn't hot. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Just because you like vanilla doesn't mean you say fuck chocolate. Right. You know, like that's exactly. So it's like I think the this is all in her head as opposed to the right. heads of others. So I agree. I, I, I think, think if, that probably stops her from being like sure, per, like out there and and confident and and herself because she probably is like oh well no one's gonna like me anyway that's not the case though so if if 
if I think if this the, to me, look at the positivity of your hot friend. They are a a lighthouse that ships are going to sail towards. Um, your friends are gonna think she's hot forever. The guys in your life are gonna think your friend is a hot chick. Right. But the again, the husband that, that you have, if you were to talk with, if you were gonna go meet a guy at a bar and then she's at your wedding, your husband is gonna be at the altar going. Who's the girl in the second row? That's cra- <laughs> She's fucking crazy hot. Like, you're right. never going to have and that yeah. not happen. And we've talked about that before. Like, we all have friends that are hotter than us. Yes. Unless you're the hottest person in, unless you're like, yeah, if you're Gigi Brad Pitt, Gigi Hadid, you know, if you're Tyler guess, C. Right. Yeah. Then you're probably the hottest person in the room. In the Fine. group. Most in the people room. are not. Most are, most most are, are not. Us, but like, you know, that like, doesn't mean that like, whoever you wind up with is going to have preferred that other person. It's like you are you and you're uniquely you and it's about finding the match for you. Not yeah. like the hottest needs the hottest or the but also like this, this also might mean taking a break from this friend if you like this also might mean when you go out um not worrying as much about her like it, it is right it's tough because she went down a road of like she's hot and now everyone's listening to her stories and now the stories are mine and the books are mine and the right and it's but like, if they're yours you'll tell them your stories better than she will exactly and you'll, like the, the point will be made better more and if if it's not then the point isn't that interesting it's in the first place i promise absolutely <laughs> you know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable, and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do another email. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Hi, Jared and Jordana. Love the podcast. Hope you can help with my latest dating issue. I've been dating my boyfriend for the last year and a half. Sometimes I get insecure and jealous when he Snapchats his ex or previous hookups. Yeah. I think that's okay. <laughs> it seems like it seems like you have a have a case here. Uh, the other night, I was hammered after a night out and thought it was a great idea to look at his phone, Ooh. and saw he had been Snapchatting the girl he was hooking up with before we started dating. Am I drunk and stupor? I deleted her from his Snapchat. Wow, that's the equivalent of throwing the 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 clothes on the lawn. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Uh, inst- I deleted her from Snapchat, Instagram, and Facebook. That's a lot. I like this chick. Uh, I woke up with instant regret and felt uh, like a terrible human being. Yeah. I don't know I don't about know that. that. Yeah. I told him right away what I had done. Luckily, he wasn't mad. Yeah. He wasn't mad because now you're regretting finding that he's talking to his ex. Right. You know, like he's won this emotional battle. Um, 
I wanted to add her back immediately, but knew she would notice. My question is, what the fuck do I do now? <laughs> She's in the same friend group, and we're going to be at a wedding together next weekend. Should he just add her back and hope she doesn't question it? Um... Should I tell her everything at the wedding and hope she's understanding? Should I pull some sort of Lizzie McGuire move and steal her phone to add him back and hope to return it to her before she notices? I love this email. Please help. Drunken idiot. P.S. Semi joking about the third scenario, but open to any suggestions you might have. I feel like this is like a weird relationship where he is allowed to even do this. Who <coughs> lets their current boyfriend Snapchat their ex-girlfriends and ex-hookups. That seems crazy to me. Especially with them being... In, I get that they like have the same friend group. Right. Um, even that makes it even worse. <laughs> it makes it worse. Yeah. And also, you're going to this wedding. Right. Um, to me... If it, to me, this whole email is missing the entire point. Yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's why he's won. He's won this battle. Because you apologized for... For him, him Snapchatting. Emotionally cheating. Right. It's basically the the term now, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think he like, he, he's like, woo! <laughs> Escaped. That right. could have been that's bad like, for me. That's like someone catch it, walking in your bedroom and catching you 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 like in bed with someone and saying, I'm so sorry I forgot to knock. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was so, so rude. rude of me. How could it be so rude? Right. <laughs> I love this because guys are like such fucking dumb animals. Right. And, and he's you're like, letting him get away with this. And you're letting the dumb animal run around in circles around you. I you, I think you have to talk to him about... I think, first of all, it's totally fine that you, he should be unfriended, unsubscribed right. from he this He should girl. have done this a while ago. So now it's done. Here, now's your chance to say what you've been meaning to say for a year and a half. Yeah. It makes me really uncomfortable when you Snapchat people that you used to have sex with. Yes. And I even prefer though, if you didn't do that anymore. Even though we're <laughs> in the same group, there's a difference between being classy and being over the line. Right. And you can be classy with someone you used to. If someone's in your friend group that you used to have sex with, you can be, hey, good to see you. How's everything? Right. How's the Friendly new boyfriend? Normal, how's the new girlfriend? Not, Whatever. Yeah. You don't have to be. Oh, but she's in the group I snap. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. Not anymore. Not anymore. Right. And if he can't handle that and makes it, here's what his, he has two options. He can go tail between his legs. Yeah, you're right. I'm happy. You've gotten me off the drug right. of this last person. I always knew this was weird and I've been waiting for you to say something about it. Sure. <laughs> yeah. That would be, I do understand this is an excuse that women roll their eyes at, but I do empathize with it where it's like, I'm used to this is how it's gone for so long. Like, right. like I do understand like when someone, when you see a guy you're dating on five dates with that goes on his dating app still. It's almost like, like a tick. It's a tick where you're like phone, you're like email, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram dating app. Right. And you go around the, the merry-go-round and you're so used to that drug of an app that you're like, not even thinking about not it, not even right. thinking about it. And you open it up and then you close it and you're like, you're right. Delete it, delete it. I got to get off it. Right. Fair. I think that's fine. I could understand where he would go. Yeah, you're right. I've I never really thought, I've about, never it. thought about it. I never thought about it. I'm off it. Right. I'm happy that it's now out of my life. Like, I remember like following exes on Instagram and stuff like that. Like there was a point like, yeah, like Jess would go, then unfollow that person. I go, yeah, I probably could. And then I unfollowed and it was as if I never followed them at all. You know? Yeah. Like where it's like. Once you're away from it, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when you put your phone down right. 
for 15 minutes in, in another room and then the first five minutes you're like you feel you gotta, weird about it and feel then you weird. forget about it and then you that. forget about it and then you feel yeah. great and your eyes open up a little bit more and the, the world is different colored that's what it's going to be like now that you i mean yeah. but it, the other deleting option the facebook for unfriending someone on facebook seems to me somehow like the most aggressive thing that's hilarious i i think it's all fine i i think it's all appropriate if but his response could be and i'm warning her how you know why do you need her off all my stuff? If he, pref- you can doth protest well, he too much. he's fine with it, right? Yeah, he's fine with it. But if he, if he, if the plan going to the wedding and he's like, well, I got to follow her back. And it's like, no, you don't. Right. And if she questions it, you go. He, Why do you care what she thinks? It's his problem to deal with. Like right. she's sitting here. She should go to this wedding fucking feeling great. Like if I'm her, no, res- no, no yeah. remorse I'd be, no uh exactly you didn't do anything wrong it's no. weird that they were even connected in that way and if, uh, and if he says how do i handle this figure it out i'd be more <laughs> worried if he re-followed her on everything Absolute. right yes yes if that's he my undid all your good deeds yeah and all of a sudden you're like she's back like right like, that's a bigger sign than like the other like the fact like I, I thought it was 13th seemed he's like still a good, alive seemed like a good sign that he didn't care that much well it, to me that was him being like whew i'm not in trouble anymore you know like right. it's like how rude. I love that. Very weird. Let's this play is, some games. Let's do it. All right. This girl says, this guy my roommate is seeing creates Instagram stories reviewing the places they go on dates while the date is happening and then saves each location as a highlight on his profile. For example, they'll go to an Italian restaurant and he records himself trying the pasta and meatballs and cuts her out of the video. She seems to think it's just a red flag, but I find this a deal breaker. Thoughts? He's annoying. Um, so you're saying that he's basically doing like foodie reviews. Right. During On her date. date. During the dates and not including her in the reviews. Right. So there's two separate issues. <laughs> One is that she's not being shown on his social media. One. Two is that... He's you annoying. have to go to dinner with someone like that where every meal is like, no, 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 no don't eat yet. No, 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 no. Right. Uh, I got to get the well, meatballs. I feel like this was an this was a real, more of a real life scenario back in the day. I don't feel like people do this as much. Maybe they do, but I haven't, maybe I stopped noticing where they would take a picture of the, take like the aerial shot of the food. Sure, and lighting and all right. that stuff. It was um, more real when people were like trying to get into the food, food world. Right. The food Instagram foodie kind of thing. I guess people are still trying to get in that world. Um, it would be annoying. I, I I don't think I could handle it. It's a deal breaker. I for find you. it annoying when I have a friend who does it. I don't think I could date that person. Yeah, it's I too would, like who is this for? I know. I would have to. Here's they what's would have the to ultimate have a, goal here. Well, they would have to have a certain amount of followers for this food account, right? That they made money off of. If you make money yeah, off of it, if it's paying for the meal, I'm cool with it. Okay, let's. That's fine. But if it's like aspirational. Do this on your own time. This is not how you're going to meet me. Right. That would be... So it's a red flag for one, deal breaker for I think another. I'd be out either way. I just... Way. I really can't handle people who take pictures of food. It drives me crazy. Um, <laughs> all right. They make their mom their woman crush Wednesday, or I don't even know what a WCE is. Woman crush every day. <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> what a fucking loser. Every day. But your mom... Then my mom is my woman crush... What if I what if know. just made you her man crush Monday? Um, Are you okay with it? I'd be fine with it. I. It would be hilarious to me. I'd be like, "Who's this for?" What if she made her dad her her man crush um, Monday? I'd be okay. That wouldn't really. 
knowing her, I know that that wouldn't be like it'd be a joke. I guess <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know what's a joke anymore. I I to think me, I always wonder like who's this stuff for? Like what's go- like to me? You make your dad your man crush Monday. Uh, something happened that weekend. <laughs> okay, you dealt with some bad shit. Like people think these. These Instagram things, these social media things happen in a vacuum. Right. None of them happen in yeah. a vacuum. Everything is cause and effect. Do you think it's more about like the public or more about what happened with that person? I was, listen, I was, someone was posting that they're now, and I'm going to, someone's going to get mad at this, but someone was posting about how they're a, a yoga instructor. Okay. And I was like. Is the prerequisite for becoming a yoga instructor to have a mental breakdown at some point? I feel like it is, actually. There's something to (laughs) that. (laughs) Because I was looking at her profile like way back. I was like, she was doing this before. very accurate. She's in selling that. And then all of a sudden disappears. Hey, guys, I'm back. Uh, I was in Fiji. (laughs) Namaste. Namaste. Yeah, Yeah. that's the, the big return. And it's like... You, we, we, you can't just let us... We don't just forget that you had this other things right. going on. So, like, as far as, like, bringing it back to the Man Crush Monday, Woman Crush Wednesday, like, if you're doing that for your mom, like, is mom sick? Is is Are you sick? Is everyone right. sick? They just love yeah. their mom. That's, that's the thing I don't believe. Because <laughs> I love my mom, too. Okay? We heard about it in the beginning of this fucking show. Yes, you okay? did. Okay? She's using the word... I think if they what did, did it one you? time, they would get like a one-time pass. You get it once, but I'm saying if someone does this once, that means they do other shits that's annoying. Yeah, too. that's true. That doesn't exist in a vacuum. The Woman Crush Wednesday people are like... Are they annoying They're other doing ways. a ton yeah. of other annoying shit. Yeah. That's Hashtag true. Blo- if it was it, a vacuum, I would allow it once. Of course. But it's tough it's ne- to believe. It never is. It's tough to believe. I mean, listen. Someone could look at my icon and go, this guy's the most annoying fucking piece of shit in the entire world. He's yelling at the bachelorette. Like, what, what am I doing here? I get that. But I, I, the reason for everything is there's a specific reason, and that's to be, you know, people come to shows and, right. and to, to have my career. When there's, like, no other reason, you're yeah, like, if you okay, had, like, two followers, it would be what very happened? weird. Are you okay? Why did you say namaste? You're a yoga teacher now? I thought you, I thought you did coke. <laughs> that was last week oh sorry now i'm out of rehab let's do one more okay they regularly see a psychic and ask them about your relationship some guy wrote it wrote in a very long-winded version of this about some woman that he was dating okay and they would like he'd like they get into like a fight and she would like go see the psychic who would like oh, tell them over. about the future deal, of their deal breaker deal breaker the idea that i could be arguing with my significant <laughs> other and at some point they go Gladys said this would happen <laughs> well who's Gladys she's she's my visionary she's she's, she's my, my Reiki Reiki coach <laughs> what she said that your aura was off this week I'd be like get me the fuck out of this 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 crazy bubble Is I'm it, living in what if it was what if it was my rabbi would that make it better interesting yeah. Just because I'm thinking, is it is it because it's bullshit? And then someone could be sitting home being like, religion's well, bullshit. Yeah. They could, they know. their argument could be, who you know, who do you, this is who I confide in. This is right. like a fr- you know, this is someone I find. Uh, this is what direction. I believe in. Well, it's different. A rabbi priest. If you go to your priest or rabbi or your religious leader, leader, that person is trained. I would assume to speak. 
and teach through the teachings of their religion. So mm-hmm. they would have like a reference. Like if you're just spitballing They have a book off, to quote. Yeah, yeah. They got, you know, they've done some reading. At least they've read. Right. You know, like, I, like that, like, like if it's just some woman, you know, with, you know, with dangling jewelry. Yeah. And a crystal ball. I'm like, I, I don't know. You're giving money to, you know, Right. It would front. make me question their intelligence, I think. Yeah, bit. but I guess I don't I, know. I, some I, people might say that about religion too. I get that, but I'm also at least, you know, anytime I've spoken to religious people, they're always. Um, I think they can give you advice that doesn't seem like a mystic. Yeah, it, it's and, not like and, future predicting. Well, in the book of blankety blank, they did right. the, and they'll have a fun story that'll involve a goat. And this lesson teaches us this. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like, and the rabbis say. <laughs> <laughs> But like, but like uh, Elaine looking at you, going, "I've been in looking at your tarot cards, right. and Jared is you know getting hard for other women." I'd be like, "What? <laughs> Fuck you, Elaine!" Right? Yeah, I don't think I could. I don't think I could do it. But honestly, like, I don't think I could do the religious leader either. It would have to be like my therapist said that like. This is the way. Well, that was our show. We did it. We're very excited for our live shows this week, and we'll be back next week to tell you how amazing they were. Please get those tickets. Uh, let me just read the the Do it. Miami, Orlando, Atlanta, Nashville, D.C., Boston, Philly, L.A., San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, Vancouver, Phoenix, Houston, Dallas, Austin. Get your I, tickets. I think Austin is going to be fun. I, I've heard a lot from them. Dallas, we had a great time there once before. We're even better than we were we the last Texas. time. We love Texas. We love Texas. slash you up live to get your tickets and, and you up live at betches.com to submit a um, dating app makeover or text that you want us to interpret. Bye. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.